Coming up on the Potter's Touch. Life is pressure. Age is pressure. Love is pressure. We keep asking for stuff, and stuff is pressure. Oh, I want children, Jesus. Never understanding that a baby is pressure. This is the Potter's Touch. Hello, everybody. I'm excited to have this opportunity to share the word with you today. This is a word that I believe is going to bless your life. I want you to prepare your mind, cut everything off and down, put it on low so that you can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. I'm talking about pressure. We all have it. We all deal with it. Some of us better than others. Pressure builds in silence. And you can be at your breaking point and not even know it. Are you under pressure? If you are, this message is for you. In my text this morning, we are dealing with the Apostle Paul. He is the epitome of strength. He is a bulwark of faith. Up under his ministry, he has begun to evangelize the final frontiers of Christianity. Having approached the Jews and them largely rejecting him. And even those that accepted the other apostles were beginning to apostatize. He had found a fruitful place of evangelizing the Gentiles. His ministry was booming because they that are not sick don't need a physician. But it was booming in the refuse of human pain. He was flourishing in places of idolatry, bigotry, sexual immorality. His message was well received by broken people who accepted his message but were hard to lead, they followed him on broken legs. And when your followers are crippled, you can feel the weight of every addition that connects with you. Oh, my God. The Apostle Paul was eloquent of speech. He was intellectually fluent. He was intelligent. He was articulate. He was well-spoken. He was respected as a sage in his age. Philosophically astute. He ran around with other thinkers of his era and was respected for his intellectual depth. And yet, in spite of his intellectual depth and his spiritual prowess being so strong, that he could stop speaking and walk down the steps and raise a man from the dead and never lose his thought. He is not a whip. Don't think he's a whip. He was stoned at Lystra, left for dead. He had been attacked by serpents. He had withstood the jail cells and came out. But he said, I finally came to something. That was beyond my weight load. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how tough you are. I don't care how intelligent you are. I don't care how resourceful you are. Sooner or later, you will run into something for which you have not been rated. On the job, when, when you deal with certain types of pipes and certain types of hoses, they have a PSI rating. 
It is the pounds per square inch, how much pressure that thing can hold. And if you add more pressure than the PSI is on the object, boom, it will burst because of pressure. All of us have been rated for a certain amount of pressure. Oh, he ain't got no Bible for that. Well, why you keep saying that the Lord won't put more on you than what you can bear? The very fact that there is a limit to what you can bear is an admission that there is a weight load that is too much for you. There is a weight load that is too much. And when it is too much, when it is too much, that's when we really want other people to help us with the load. That's when we desperately want somebody to lift this up off of me. And most of the time, we reach out to them because we have pressure beyond our PSI. And when they disappoint us, it is not the agony of living without them. It is the agony of going back to a weight load I must bear alone. Might have been how Jesus felt when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Come on and go with me. This is too much for me. Wilt thou watch with me for one hour? How many of you have ever been disappointed because the people you were counting on to watch with you walked off and left you holding the bag? And you wouldn't have minded holding the bag, but the bag was too heavy and the pressures were too great and you can't open up to anybody. And I, I defy you to tell me that you're so spiritual you can't relate. Because if you got spiritual, you got spiritual from reading the word of God. And here's a guy who wrote it. If the guy who wrote it says life almost killed me, you can't tell me that the guy who read it can say nothing bothers me. If Jesus who died for your sins, got a weight load so heavy that he begged three disciples to wake up and go through this with me. And fell asleep on him. Then you're not going to tell me that your heart doesn't ache when people fall asleep and leave you carrying weight beyond your weight load. He says, I was pressed above measure I had more pressure on me than I could count. You'd be surprised at the people in this room who have more pressure on them than they can count. They're smiling. Good morning. Praise the Lord. How are you today? Oh, you look nice and blue. That's a lovely color on you. I love your tie. And nobody knows that the top of your head is about to come off because you are up under pressure. Life is pressure. Age is pressure. Love is pressure. We keep asking for stuff and stuff it's pressure. 
Oh, I want children, Jesus. I want everybody to touch and agree with me that I can have a baby, Lord. Never understanding that a baby is precious. I want to be married by the time I'm 30. You want a husband, but you don't realize that having a man is. Uh, Y'all aren't going to talk to me. Go ahead and get me started on I'm not even going to say nothing about it. I'm just going to leave that alone. I want to be the CEO of the company, never understanding that more power is more pressure. And all of a sudden, without ever stopping to measure, you never measure. It's like me telling my wife I'm tired. We have the funniest conversation because tired is always a shock to me. I'm just not supposed to be tired. And I said, honey, I'm tired. And she said, I guess you are. And then she starts telling me what all I've been doing. That I didn't realize that I was doing as much as I was doing. Because when you're a doer, you don't measure. You just do what's got to be done. And you never take an account that you kept taking on more and more and more and more without letting things go. I'm just now learning to just say A guy asked me yesterday, he said, can I have your number so I can contact you directly? I said, no. I mean, I, I threw no like I was a ninja. I mean, it didn't even hesitate. I used to would warm it up and say, well, let me, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just, boom, no. I was in the store buying something the other day. They want my email address. I said, no. I don't want another email. I don't want another text. I don't want another phone call. I'm starting to measure too much. It's too much. It's too much. I can't be everywhere at the same time. This is too much. In fact, the reason the Apostle Paul was writing Corinth is because they were angry because he wasn't coming. And he wrote them a letter to, to adjust their expectations to the reality that even though I'm your leader, I've been going through something. If you read over in the next chapter, he said, one of the reasons I'm not coming is because I am so upset that being in my presence would bring you down. I know what you expect from me. I know you want me to perform again, but I'm going through something myself right now. I'm pressed. See, you gotta be honest. There has to come a point in your life that you stop living to other people's expectations and you say, no, I can't do it. I'm not coming. Your need does not constitute my emergency. They said, well, we got a situation here. Now. We got the incest going on. We got this going on. He said, I'm going to have to write you a letter. <laughs> because I am pressed. 
above measure and beyond strength. He said, I know the pressure has gotten beyond me because I am now despairing of life itself. It only happened in Asia. And Asia is a location I can leave. But now I despaired of life over something I could leave. I despaired of life itself. I'm ready to destroy the whole life over something I could leave or something that could leave me. But my inability to cut it off has allowed it to overwhelm me. And I'm pressed above measure and beyond strength because I can't let go of it and it's killing me. Still to come on The Potter's Touch. When you are feeding more than people are feeding you, it creates pressure. Oh, I'm going to bring it right where you can get it. All you got to do to create pressure is to block my ability to release what you're putting on me. And over time, I will build up pressure. Look at how many people you got looking to you. And then count how many you got given to you. Women are into spiritual warfare. There is a fight going on between you and the devil. If you had been like you used to be, you would have gone crazy. But you got some kind of crazy peace. This is the peace of God. I'm in pain. They said, do you want me to call a doctor? I said, do you know Jesus? What you call his name? Exposure. Courage. Knowledge. We will have healing and restoration if we know what our daddy says. Out of your need, out of your capacity, shall flow rivers of living water. to me when I was when I was preparing for this message it occurred to me that the warfare of our generation has shifted from the early church they were physically capturing Christians crucifying them upside down and throwing them into snake pits and we don't see that happening today but he's snatching us another way he's snatching us mentally Snatching us emotionally, snatching us with pressure, snatching us with stress, and and we are dying. We are being crucified while people look right at us and they cannot see the nails. Have you ever been tortured right in front of people and they didn't even know it? Nobody knows. The trouble I see, nobody knows but Jesus. Nobody knows. That's the loneliness. Shh, nobody knows. Secret warfare. Paul said, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. 
going to write you a letter, but I'm not coming. Because this time, I am pressed above measure and beyond Do you know how much courage it took for him as an apostle to tell you the apostle is suicidal? The apostle doesn't want to live. You don't hear no preachers getting up on Sunday morning talking about church. (laughs) They don't say it, but last year seven did it. Seven pastors that I know of committed suicide last year. See, it's hard to be everybody's hero all the time. You might not be a pastor, but in your family, in your life, amongst your kids, amongst your friends, you are the one that everybody looks to to fix everything, never thinking for one moment that your hero is human. That your hero, I'm preaching to somebody, I don't know, play with me a minute, that your hero, are there any human heroes in here? Is there anybody in here that gets sick and tired of always being on duty? I'm going to tell you how bad it is. The, The man that we call Legion in the Bible who was cutting himself in the tomb, whatever demonic influence was attacking him, it was so strong, but I respect the man. I know he cut himself. I know he stripped himself naked. I know he dwelt amongst dead people. I know he was kind of weird and kind of freaky, but I respect him because when Jesus cast the demons out and it went into a herd of swine, they, a whole herd couldn't handle what this man was dealing with on the inside. The entire herd ran into the water and killed himself. At least he was still here. He was under pressure, but he was still here. He had stripped himself naked, but he was still. Touch somebody and say, I'm still here. Pressure comes when there is no release. When things, when things have more ways to get in than they have ways to get out, it creates pressure. When you got more coming at you than you got more coming from you, it creates pressure. When you are feeding more than people are feeding you, it creates pressure. Oh, I'm going to bring it right where you can get it. All you got to do to create pressure is to block my ability to release what you're putting on me, and over time, I will build up pressure. Look at how many people you got looking to you. And then count how many you got given to you. How many people are giving as much as they are taking? And you are up under pressure. And then there is the pressure that comes from the guilt of being under pressure. The the guilt of being inadequate, of not being enough for all you took on. The guilt from being tired. The guilt from being empty. The guilt of being beyond strength. In the original language, it is ek dunamis, out of power. I don't have no more. So when you are a giver, after you have given, 
there is a depletion that is inherent in being a giver that you have to absorb the collateral damage of always being available to other people. Can I, can I drop some real stuff on you this morning? So the more opulent, effusive, effective somebody is, the more empty they become. See? My Jeep is it, it, full of gas right now. My Jeep is full of gas right now. You know why it's full? Nobody drove it this week. The more you drive it, the emptier it gets. If you've been drove hard, you're empty. And the problem with you is, you know how to work better than you know how to cry for help. people who love you. It's not that they don't love you. But they would never imagine that the apostle could be tired. Not mama. Mama could, that's just how mama is. Mama just like, you know how mama is. She just, see when you're good at whatever you do, one of the ways to know you're good is when people take you for granted. David said, no man cared for my soul. They care for my talent. They care for my money. They care for my work ethic or whatever these people care for you for. But do you care? For my soul. Carest thou not that we perish? Carest thou not sending me all these hearts and kisses and writing me notes and writing on your fan page and following you? Carest thou not? I'm speaking for somebody who is secretly suffering. And wondering, does anybody care? And I want to minister to you because I have been there. I'm just going to be honest. I have been. I'm not there right now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. But I have been there enough to describe it. I know where all the furniture is. I know the color of the rug in the place of imagination. This Sunday morning, as we talk, as we have been given the permission to talk about mental health. How's your head? 
Why would I have to send you to hell when you got hell in your head? Why would I have to take your stuff away if I can blind you of the many blessings that you already got? The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But why would he take it from you if he can blind you from the fact that you got it? Some of you are so stressed out, you can't see the forest for the trees. You can't see what's right for talking about what's wrong. And you played that movie over and over and over again. But this morning, God wants to cast it down. I'm out of time. I've got to stop there. But we're talking about pressure today. Everybody has it. Everybody has it. You don't invite it. You don't want it. You don't pick it. You don't pay for it. It just comes. Are you secretly suffering and wondering if anybody cares? If you're pressured to the breaking point, beyond your strength, anxious, filled with anxiety, I want you to know God cares for you. I want to have a moment of prayer with you. Father, I know that you are more than sufficient, your grace included, to minister to the needs of people who are hurting right now and at their breaking point. Some are suffering in silence. Nobody knows that they're at their wit's end. Touch them, strengthen them, and give them peace and rest and sleep and comfort and patience. In Jesus' name, amen. Now you go in the strength of God and don't let anybody stop you. And stop telling yourself you can't handle it because you can. You can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. Now go do it. I don't know how much more I can take. This job? Pressure. Man, I, I really thought this relationship was getting better. Pressure. I love my daughter. I do. But I, I can't be mommy 24 hours a day. I just don't have any help. Pressure. Jesus says, he makes an invitation. He says, cast all your cares on me. Because I care about you. We understand that pressure is all around us, and we all need a way to deal with it. For your gift of any size, you will receive Pressure on CD from Bishop Jake's revolutionary series, Breaking Through. No wonder the devil is trying to get you to shut your mouth, because he knows if you cry, God will open up the windows of heaven. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive Breaking Through, trading earthly perspective for kingdom reality on three DVDs. I will not be distracted. I will not get discouraged. I will let God use this pressure to propel me into my destiny. And when your gift is $120 or more, you will receive the Breaking Through 3-Message DVD set, as well as the best of Bishop Jake's book collection in hardback. That includes Destiny by T.D. Jakes, Faith in It by Cora Jakes Coleman, and Dear Mary by Sarah Jakes Roberts. Get ready for a breakthrough today. Jesus says, he makes an invitation. He says, cast all your cares on me.
because they care about you. Everybody needs somebody you can go to. And I'm not talking about that cute talk. I mean that real talk. Where you open up and tell your story. You need that. You need some place where you can go and admit, tired down. 